Hello and welcome to the next episode of 49 Plus and the eagle-eyed amongst you, or rather the eagle-eyed amongst these very small number of people who are listening to it at this time, and I'm saying this with the hope, belief, delusion that uh, at some point in the future there'll be many people listening to this podcast and you won't have known that actually very early on um, it's always been called I say it's always been called 49 plus at the moment it's still called 49 plus and um, but the, the name change has gone from 49 plus being the actual plus sign to 49 plus spelt out as a word and before I tell you the reason why I wonder if you can guess why so I'm just driving away from little tennis court, so I've had a little game of tennis myself. Look up the road, see those two black Labradors from yesterday as well. And also left behind in the tennis court are the two gentlemen who are doing uh, the physical training session. Um, uh, so last time I think I must have been just leaving as they arrived. I arrived at the same time, so I've left a little bit earlier than they have. And uh, yeah, just I noticed then, so the, the, the big car, so the, car, the guy who's getting the, uh, getting the session, as it were, paying for it, is the one, again, purely by based upon their cars, is the one who'd probably be earning a lot more money. Um, and that car is a Range Rover. Couldn't see anything else in the back other than saying autobiography. So that's the name, a Range Rover autobiography. I feel like that's probably a particular model of a, a range within Range Rover. So it's one of the big ones. As I say, there aren't really small Range Rovers, are they? But it's one of the bigger ones. So that was his car. So they're still doing the fitness training. Uh, Labrador's about to go for their walk on the field. I'm heading not, I'm heading back towards the house, but not into the house because I've got a, an errand to run. In that it is for Freya's lunch today. It's a rare time she has packed lunch. We didn't seem to have much in the house for it, or at least not what she wanted. I mean, there'd be plenty of things. Ham and cheese sandwich, you know, could have that. But I'm going to get her something, a tuna baguette um, and some Doritos or whatever I can from Wenzel's. Other bakeries are available, but Wenzel's is one that's available just down here and I believe was open from 6am. So hopefully I can get something there. If not, it's around to the one-stop shop, which is just next door. So that's my little, um, uh, what's the word? That's my little errand. Then back to the house, drop those off, gather my stuff, and then I'm going to head into work to attempt to endeavour to go to the gym first, um, work through my new programme that John has put together for me before a day of meetings. So after this brief break, a little bit of Rodney Scopes, and those of you who've listened to a previous podcast will know what I mean by that, um, I'll pick up probably on the journey into work and we shall find something interesting to talk about. And of course, we're using the word interesting in the broadest sense. This is quite nice. Coming down to this point at this time in the morning, you can actually park in these spaces. So Wenzel's doesn't appear to be open. Move that over there. So I'm going to see what I can get from one stop. Okay, see you after the break. Oh, well, hello. Well, who'd have thought it? This is a strange one. So again, I'm walking, walking, whilst talking, 
walking and talking, managing to do both things at once, just about. Uh, but the strange thing is, on this occasion, I am talking and walking, but going nowhere. What I'm saying is, I'm on a treadmill. In the gym that I refer to on previous episodes, I wanted to see if I could, first of all, have a phone call with somebody. Uh, so that somebody who will know who he is, um, is someone I've just spoken to. We talked about saying, oh, I'll do a podcast from there. So that's it. Next 10, 15 minutes or so will be me rambling along as I go nowhere, quite literally. Um, and I can look around me. If you hear background noise, it will be the radio, the pipe through here. I think it's probably capital. I don't know. Right in a minute. And also looking up ahead, I can see um, with four screens, but only three of them are working. Um, one of which is BBC, which is showing highlights, I guess, of a recent debate between Jeremy Hunt and Boris Johnson, who at the time of this recording are vying for Tory leadership and whoever gets it will become Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. As an aside there, um, I'm, I generally describe myself as being apolitical. Uh, I'm not politically minded, not in any strong way, not in any strong political opinions. Um, but uh, my feeling is, whoever gets in, and of course most likely to be Johnson, isn't he? I think he's like, clear the favourite. But whoever gets in, and particularly if it was him, um, I would hope there will be a call for a general election pretty bloody quickly. Because if it ends up having somebody who's Prime Minister who has not been elected, uh, then that's pretty poor. That's as much as I can say. That's as much as I would know about this stuff. So we'll see how that will pan out. Next to them on the other side is, that looks a lot like Andy Peters in Mallorca. Because he's got a prize that's worth £15,000. You can spend on holidays. I'm doing this from reading off the uh, the subtitles because you can't hear the actual um, what he's talking about because that is drowned out by the capital FM that's playing or whatever it is. So he's got money to give away for a holiday in Mallorca. Always between New York as well. I don't know. So obviously that's what's that one? Good Morning Britain. So that's ITV, isn't it? I think so. That's ITV. So one channel is uh, BBC. Just got Charlie State, is that his name? Charlie State, who is uh, presenting on there. And I actually met Charlie State, I think if that's his name, I've got it wrong, but I've met him, whatever his name is. Because back in the day, I took part in a TV programme that I think was called something like Are You Telepathic? Well, if I was telepathic, you wouldn't need to ask me the question, would you? But uh, it was one of these live shows, I think it was a Channel 5. Um, and Charlie was one of the presenters. And I want to say the other one could well have been Carol Vorderman. So there was that show, and I don't know what year it was, probably about 15, 16 years ago. Um, so it was that one. And that was a TV, live TV show about trying to test the nation's telepathy. Those, that kind of programme. It was fun. It was fun, it was interesting. If I remember, who else was on that show was Chris French... And he was on more as the sceptic, as it were, being the genuine kind of, I am sceptical. I was on there with somebody maybe a little bit more 
well, let's try this out. We're trying to run a, a live telepathic experiment uh, with Robert van der Kassel, Bob van der Kassel, who, for those in the know, in the areas of parapsychology, will realise that he um, you know, was a well-known researcher and participant in such research studies back in the day. So we tried that, I think, with maybe him being someone trying to receive the psychic messages from the audience. I can't remember how he did it now. So he was on it. Chris French was a sceptic. Um, I think Paul Zenon was on there, magician. Another sceptic. And then I'm just drawn to the right-hand screen. So jumping away from that one, I'm assuming it's Channel 4, because a moment ago it had what I think was Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, it's Channel 4. It's now advertising what looks to be a new series of the 100k drop um, with Davina McCall. And uh, actually, no, I'm going to jump back to the middle screen because there's Lorraine Kelly on there now. And I've met Lorraine Kelly. You see, all my little bits of TV I've done back in the day. Um, now, what was the context of the stuff with Lorraine? I think there may be more than one, but the one I'm thinking of was with a certain Derek Acora. Uh, Derek Acora, medium. Uh, so medium is someone who would allegedly, apparently, speak to uh, spirits of people who passed away. He talks to the dead. Or rather, they talk to him. So he passes on messages from the dead, allegedly. Um, and I was on there... I can't remember the particular story at the time. He was on there as a medium talking about his take on it. I was on there as a psychologist being a more perhaps sceptical viewpoint. And, um, yeah, I can't remember that. The reason why that link had come about, and that was because of Most Haunted. Which, again, quite a long set of stories to talk about Most Haunted, but the headline there is, it's, it's a TV show that changed my life because it was through that show that I met Rachel. So, uh, yes, Rachie, you, you and me. That was how many years ago? When would that have been? 2005? Late 2005, we actually met. Um, and we were living through interesting times there, weren't we, Rach? And look at us now. About to move to another house, with a garden, with a puppy, with our two girls. So, so it's all happening, isn't it? It's all happened. Um, and that's because I just saw Lorraine Kelly on TV and I've jumped back to the right hand one it is Channel 4 and it is Everybody Loves Raymond I can't think of his name Ray 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 I just keep saying Ray but he's very funny in it you don't get the benefit of it because you only see the uh, subtitles so yeah that's the TV I can see there's absolutely nobody else in the gym at the moment it's a pretty big gym so it's the one at the university, the one I only joined a little over a month or so ago, maybe about six weeks ago, um, and it's very rarely busy, uh, it's now ten past eight in the morning, and you thought you'd have a few more, okay, fair enough, the students aren't around at the moment, we're now in July, so no students around, but I think even during term time, it doesn't get that busy, so the nice thing is if you're on your own, you don't get too self-conscious which is nice, which is nice, um, right, let's see what the weather's going to be, the weather's coming up there on the, on the thing, I can see it's the local weather, so you can sit Auburn's on there, Heathrow, um, Epping, 
Epping actually reminds me of um, Most Haunted because he did a live one from Epping Forest in which Yvette Fielding amusingly made the mistake and called it Effing Forest. And they laughed, and we all laughed. Uh, and now let's jump back to Good Morning TV, or Good Morning Britain. Because, yeah, Good Morning TV, GMTV, that's many years ago, isn't it? But it's Piers Morgan on this one. Not sure about the shard. Somebody climbed up the shard. Oh, yes, pictures of somebody climbing up the shard. Was that happening this week? Early Monday morning. Yep, OK, so probably Monday this week he climbed up the shard. I'm guessing for some reason. Oh, oh, oh. That's the moment falling off here. I'm going to stop there now because I've just seen someone I know and they've probably a bit of a chat. So there you go. We'll see how good that recording is. If it's been terrible audio, then I'm afraid uh, my apologies. Hopefully you turned off a while ago, in which case you wouldn't hear this bit, would you? So I'm looking for the off button as we approach 10 minutes. And I've been walking on here for 12 minutes, a nice warm-up. I'll now go and find my gym programme card and do my workout. Bye-bye for now. Speak to you later. OK, I'm back. Um, but as is often the case, things didn't quite go to what I planned. Not that I had a massive plan, but... I would have given you the intention, given you the impression that my intention was to re-record and continue this segment um, a few moments later in the car on the drive to work. Well, as it turns out, I'm now actually one day later, so we're pretty much 24 hours later, just shy of that because the time is sponsored by Apple. Um, 5.54 a.m. on the following day. So it didn't quite make it to record anything on the drive-in. And I'm going to blame somebody called Guy for that because instead I had a really interesting conversation with him uh, about a whole range of things. I couldn't tell you the detail of what we spoke about. Um, although, again, something that might become apparent in due course because Guy has been instrumental in um, instrumental in this whole podcast being set up because if it wasn't for Guy I wouldn't have found out about Anchor as the app it was him that was suggesting that was quite a neat little app so it means you could record podcasts oh so easily hence the number that seemed to be coming out over the last few weeks at least or last week, last week or two um and that's down to Guy. I'd installed the app because he was um, setting up and starting a podcast, suggested this is a useful app. And before I know it, I was downloading it, setting up a podcast, giving it a quick name, 49 plus, and, uh, and the rest is history, as they say. Um, so it was a conversation with Guy yesterday on the drive into work that meant that I didn't record that podcast there. So you can thank Guy for that one. Um, I'm going to go quiet because I'm walking down a little cut through at like 5.55 in the morning. There's somebody down here. So there's a big tree in the way, so I can't see who it is. Hold on one second. I'm going to go quiet. 
morning. So that was, uh, in fact, I could have probably carried on speaking because she had great big headphones on walking the other way. So probably the other way to work. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I'm doing a little morning walk. I'm anticipating these going to be like the walks I will be doing with Ziggy when it's time for him to be walked, when he's old enough. Well, having said that now, I'm walking through our little bits which are near where our current house is, and by the time Ziggy arrives, in fact, it's looking likely that Ziggy will join us. On the same day, we'll get the keys to the new house that he's been instrumental in bringing about. Um, it's a new house you might call Pooch Palace. It's been the place which is uh, very much we've, we've managed to get hold of through Ziggy, as it were. He obviously didn't, he didn't arrange it, he's not the estate agent. For goodness sake, that would be ridiculous. Um, but if it wasn't for Ziggy, we, we wouldn't have done all the things we've done in the last couple of weeks that have brought around the uh, imminent house move. So it's all for you, Zig, um, and thank you for helping us and nudging us towards this. It's been a long time coming. Um, but yeah, these kind of little cut-throughs are no doubt things you might do with a dog. So I've got to decide where I'm going now. I'm going to carry on down here and go over the railway tracks onto the other side of the tracks. Um, so there, so that was... Uh, I'm just trying to think if I can... <laughs> give you any kind of pointers. I suppose what I should do is is a bit of a rundown yesterday. There'll be quite a lot that did happen, much of which won't interest you, I don't think. Well, that's me being presumptuous. Um, I'm always looking for a bit of a theme for each podcast, and I do, rightly or wrongly, set these things up or start speaking about them with, with no real plan. Um, and you never know where it's going to go. So... It may well be in later episodes, there'll start to be a few more themes we'll pick up on and focus on. And maybe even due course we'll have some guests. Although we've already had one guest on the episode, Can You Feel The Love Tonight? We did have the first additional voice, which was that of Freya, post her, um, her show. I've just listened back to a little bit of that episode. And as it stands, there seems to be maybe some technical error well, through a technical error of the whole thing. In fact, I'm even trying it's a technical error. But uh, some technical issue with at least part of it. I was listening to the first part and it seemed to cut away at some point and come back again. So I'll check on that. See if I can repair it and uh, make sure it's okay. Um, and I was doing that listening to it on Spotify. So at the moment, unless people can suggest otherwise, Spotify seems to be a platform um, that some are finding... The, a useful one to listen to the podcast on. The advantage there, I think, is... Excuse me. The advantage there is, I think, you can follow it. So effectively subscribe to the podcast by clicking follow. And I would presume that means that as and when a new episode is uploaded, you'd get some kind of notification for that, which I don't think you can do if you're listening on Anchor on Anchor with the Anchor app. Again, please let me know if you know differently. Um, and uh, so that's useful. The advantage of listening, the nice thing about listening to an Anchor, we think, and I say we, because the person I'm chatting to about these would be Guy, obviously is the person who discovered Anchor out of, out of the two of us and suggested this is a useful um, app to do this stuff, is that... Uh, we obviously want to solicit, particularly on the, on the podcasts that um, 
that Guy is uh, planning to put together is we're quite keen for people to leave comments and, and obviously interact with us in different ways and on Anchor you can leave a voice comment that we think and we hope we're exploring whether or not you can um, you can bring into the, the podcast itself. So you might say, so I had a comment here from Guy and at this point you'd pause and some, you'd then say, and here's the comment coming in from Guy. And then there you have that comment coming in and that's where bringing people more into the podcast. So that's, that's a possibility. We're still exploring that. Um, and particularly for one of the podcasts that Guy is looking to set up, which, by the way, is going to be brilliant, in my personal opinion, but I, I, it will be brilliant, uh, at least in terms of the topic-wise, and again, we're discovering how to do it technically. Um, we would want people to contribute in that way. So I don't know on Spotify where, if and how you can leave comments and interact and feedback because we're obviously seeking feedback in different ways to say how's best to do this. Uh, already at the moment, one recent piece of feedback that's come through on text just to me from somebody I know very well is um, the, the Rodney Scopes background music, which we get the start and the end, and I think provides a music bed. So it's properly underneath what I'm what I'm speaking now. When I'm talking now, you can hear a bit of a bum, 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 dum, bum, 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 something like that uh, maybe a bit annoying after a while so I'm wondering if there's a way in which I can either just turn that off which I probably can by not adding music or can I have it so it's at the beginning and the end but not as a music bed or if it is can I make it quieter all those kinds of things you know, to what extent you have those pieces of control in the app but maybe in the future when we've got our thousands of followers stroke subscribers whatever else uh, we could do. We can record some episodes when we are, you know, with better quality. Although, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm reluctant to necessarily start recording things in a studio, which maybe down the line it's something we do because we do have access to this through my work. Even we've got some fantastic um, sound recording studios at uh, Buckinghamshire New University. Quick plug there, but we do have access to. We could do stuff there. But there's something appealing for me, at least for this podcast, is it's up in the morning, usually at about 5, 6 a.m., going out for a walk. And no doubt future episodes will be with Ziggy sniffing away, zigzagging from sniff to sniff. Um, and there's something appealing about that, just rambling whilst rambling. Uh, so, Spotify, have a listen on that. Download the app for free, see how it works for you. Or there are other... There are other um, platforms like you forget what they are. I think one is Stitcher one is possibly called Pocket Podcasts and so on so uh, I'm not sure if there's much more of a thing well, let's go back to yesterday so I spoke to a guy in the morning and then it was straight to the gym which was great apart from this is always my problem when I start to use gyms is that oh I want to try and do things a certain way and whilst this time I get a lot of guidance um, and direction from John as the gym manager. Um, I'm not sure I did one of the exercises quite right, so I was strain myself and my neck, which was already a little bit sensitive, or my shoulder was. I've strained a little bit, so um, yeah, so I'm not so sure about uh, just how much I could. Well, I'm a little bit stiff with that today, hopefully, that's fine. 
Um, currently planning to do boot camp again tomorrow morning, which would be an early morning on a Friday. So that's a possibility. So after gym, it was interesting. So it's actually worth me reflecting on. And again, this is, you know, if you are listening to this and you think I'm just going off on a very self-indulgent stream of consciousness, then, <laughs> duh, yeah, that's what these things are. Uh, if that's not your cup of tea, then by all means, go and have a cup of tea and listen to something else. There's plenty, thousands upon thousands, no doubt, of podcasts you might be listening to. So please, choose something that works for you. This is, this is something that's me just exploring stuff that's happening. Um, whether it's interesting to you or not. So, but some of the interesting things yesterday was I was due to then be at a particular type of meeting in the morning. Um, it's called an annual monitoring meeting. It's very important for quality assurance on an annual basis. You review your courses. Um, so I'm just pausing there and seeing two, also three, what look like brand new tennis courts. Great big sign saying this area is under 24-hour CCTV surveillance. Um, and I'm guessing this is to do with this school. So I'm kind of walking in between uh, some areas of school. Private property, no trespassing. Um, but yeah, three lovely looking all-terrain, all-weather surface um, tennis courts. It's very nice. So it must be linked to this particular school. I think they're brand new, so I'm carrying on walking. Uh, so, annual monitoring meeting I was supposed to attend, but I got the time wrong. I assumed it started at 10 a.m. Um, actually, so it's at 9.30 a.m. Didn't really want to go in late, but I was planning to. And then discovering, actually, there was another meeting that I'd been invited to. So, so whereas the um, annual monitoring meeting was one which I was supposed to be at, I, in quotes, had to be at. That was part of my job as course leader for the MSc Applied Positive Psychology. And representing that course at that meeting was an important one to do because it's part of our formal annual monitoring. Look through student feedback, um, various surveys, um, and that was the intention. But then this invitation to another meeting, which would have been more interesting and one to which I would probably have more to say, as in there's also fewer people there on a large meeting with lots of things going on and anyway out of the two I would have chosen the latter one as it turns out the timing meant it was harder for me to get to the first one easier the second one so I I got to choose I, I decided that I was able to choose and <coughs> chose that uh, let the person who was chairing the first one so, okay, I won't be able to be at it, I've been double booked. I'll try and drop in if I can, um, catch up about some detail if need be. To which he very kindly and quickly responded on a text, no problem, you know, do what you need to do. So that list felt as though I was off the hook for that first meeting. Went to the other meeting, which was far more interesting because it was regarding mental health um, broadly and also specifically, this was um, organised by. John I mentioned earlier on, who was the gym manager at the university, and part of this particular endeavour is to get the, arrange for some kind of training, I think, for fitness coaches at the, at the, uh, at the gym in mental health first aid, when people are then presenting with um, 
This is where you get into the whole discussion of mental health issues, challenges, difficulties, whatever. Choose your word of choice. Um, he was thinking, well, maybe if people then in the, in the gym had this training, such as some other universities would have, then they're well placed to you know, work with people in terms of exercise and that can, that can impact mental health, possibly even um, you know, if people are presenting at say the counselling service at university or elsewhere, can they be referred to some kind of exercise programme which is part of their, um, I use the word treatment, but counselling, support. Um, and so on. So it's about trying to bring people together. So it was a meeting we had John there, he's created it. We had people from HR, we had people from the counselling service and student wellbeing and so on. And little old me, dropping in a little bit late, um, because very supportive of what John's trying to do there. And it was a, I personally thought it was a very, very positive meeting. Um, and, um, and yeah, very positive meeting. And hopefully things will come from that. And because of that meeting, again, there's conversations about a variety of related things, such as a Wednesday wellbeing walk, which is being organised again, led through the gym. Uh, but a wellbeing walk meeting regularly on a Wednesday lunchtime, 12.15 till about 1pm, um, to just go for a walk around the Rye, which is a, a green area, literally, I don't know, a couple hundred yards away from the university's campus in the centre of High Wycombe. So that I thought was really positive, lots coming from that, and by, by being at that meeting, I then got a chance to have a follow-up meeting, a follow-on meeting with uh, one of the representatives, representatives there from HR, so that was really helpful, and that links to a conversation we have today. So that was just all a nice knock-on effect of choosing to go to a particular meeting rather than going to the one that I would normally feel obliged to be at, the one I feel I ought to be at, I should be at, uh, but letting go of that one, going to the one I was more drawn to, and that feels that like that kind of had much more impact behind it, at least in some things I'm interested in exploring. Not to say I'm not interested in annual monitoring and looking at student feedback, but we do a lot of that anyway, we're doing it all the time. Our students, we very much solicit feedback on an ongoing basis as well as in the formal mechanisms, and we're also always making developments and changes partly in response to their feedback, partly because we feel as though anyway there are improvements and changes we can make all the time. So that was interesting, that led on to uh, the wellbeing walk itself, which this is an interesting thing, I say interesting, I think it's interesting and important in the context of our university. So you'd have heard me say very briefly there that um, the wellbeing walk typically runs from 12.15 till 1pm on a Wednesday lunchtime. So if you do the math, you would realise that is a four, usually about 45 minute walk out from the university, across the road, past the local Wickham Abbey School, which I'm told is a, a very, very, what's the word? Um, <laughs> the work comes out as expensive, but let's say about high performing private, I think it's just girls' school, that's literally over the road from our university. Uh, so you walk past Wickham Abbey to the Rye, and it's a beautiful place where you can walk along a bit of a river, um, although it's probably not called a river because it doesn't look as if it's, it's a, a strip of water anyway. You can hire boats, there's trees, there's playing fields, there's playing areas. 
it's lovely, you know, great. On a day like yesterday, which was a beautiful day, it was a very pleasant walk. So it's a great place to do these regular walks. One challenge has been, whilst initial interest, uh, you know, maybe 20 or 30 people going on the walk, it's dwindled and it's dwindled. And at times, for example, last week or the week before, it was just me with John and Charlie, two representatives from the gym. So you normally have at least one of them there anyway because they're essentially leading the walk. And if there is a larger group, you might have two. So uh, so the question is, why people aren't doing it? Why people aren't prioritising their well-being? And there's a whole load of reasons, I think. Um, so I shall ramble on about those. Well, no, two, two in particular. One is people just don't prioritise it. People don't think they can prioritise it. And the important point I want to make here is a lot of, lot of what we call, I believe, PSE staff at the university, and I may get this wrong, which stands for public service employee, something like that. I'll get to be told, hopefully that's, that's something different. Um, but people who work in different parts of the university on different, um, or supports, I don't know what the word, what stands for, but people in uh, academic registry, people across different departments and directorates, um, I suppose it's the uh, members of staff who are not the academic staff. So as academic staff may think, well, they'll take lunch breaks whenever they can and how long they want and need. Whereas PSE staff, officially, have a half-hour lunch break. So I'm told that their contracts are typically 9am to 5pm with a half-hour lunch break. So you do the calculation to find out you know, what, how many hours per week that is. And I just feel as though half hour lunch break, what can you do in a half hour lunch break? You're lucky if you can go out and get some food, come back and eat it at your desk. I see a lot of people who are sitting eating at their desk because they haven't really got the time to go elsewhere, especially if they, think if they have some errands to do at lunch. And one comment that came up then at the meeting, and by the way, I'm saying a little out of breath, it's because I'm going up a bit of a hill. That's enough for me to go a bit out of breath. Um, is that, well, the wellbeing walk lasts 45 minutes. I only get a half hour lunch break, so therefore don't have the time. I can't go on the, on the wellbeing walk. Which, of course, is, is, you know, what word can we use to describe that? Ridiculous? Terrible? Isn't that awful? A shame? Unfortunate? Whatever your choice of words might be. So the very least at that meeting it was sort of said, okay, well, hold on. of course you can go on the wellbeing walk if you know your line manager would be absolutely fine with that. Um, but I think there is a general culture of well, would it be? Do I have to ask permission to do that? Do I have to get that approved in some ways? Whereas I think people just have a lunch hour. <laughs> you know, that, that isn't really that much to ask. And I don't necessarily mean have a lunch hour and then you add the extra half hour onto the end of the day, although that's an option. But even the radical idea, if you simply allow people a lunch hour every day, they can still finish at five. I still suspect your productivity from people and your, importantly, your overall well-being will dramatically improve by simply being allowed to have the option of a lunch hour. And in fact, someone mentioned, uh, so that's one part of it. The other part of it is, um, People say, well, I can't get along to that meeting, even academics, again, often sort of small, fewest number of people that are represented are academics. Um, 
because meetings are often scheduled over that. Oh, I can't get to have a meeting then. There's meetings that overlap it, or people schedule meetings in such a way that they can't get along to that walk. So wondering whether or not we could have that as a ring fence at a time saying people are at the very least strongly encouraged to not schedule meetings during that time. One could say between say 12 and 1 on the Wednesday. And in fact, that led to somebody else at the meeting um, our new Director of Student Wellbeing, so hadn't met her before, so I had to introduce myself mid-meeting. Um, but again, she seems to be very dynamic, have some you know, important ideas and a willingness to act upon them and work towards things, which is great. But saying, yeah, well, previous institutions may well have, say, 12 until 1.30 as a 90-minute slot during which, again, people are asked not to schedule meetings. So there is that kind of identified lunch break. Um, and I suspect then within that, then you can take an hour's, you're encouraged to take an hour's break sometime between 12 and 1.30. Something like that, I don't know. I mean, it's not, I'm using the phrase, it's not rocket science. You know, just allow people the space they need to get some lunch, have a break, leave their desk, go for a walk, whether it's part of a scheduled kind of organised one or not um, and so on so that's where that's where we got and that's, that was one issue and um, our representative from HR oh actually I'm just going to just come out no, it's Christine who's fantastic and um, worked with her in a few different ways so she was saying oh well we'll, yeah, we'll explore this then and we'll at the very least do what we can to make it clear that people you know are, are encouraged to go on the walk and therefore if it does remain at half hour lunch break, that we mean that people can see that, yeah, but you can take longer, particularly for an event like this. I would say that leads me to more generally, people can take longer than a half hour lunch break. Maybe even more formally, we say you have longer than half an hour. And importantly for all, we attempt to do everything we can to not schedule meetings during that time. So I think that's important, actually, in the context of this podcast, because if I'm talking about health, well-being, and so on, that, to me, we spend so much of our time at work, we need to do everything we can to make sure and encourage people to be okay whilst being there. I think a lot of people, and again, particularly at this university, at this time, it's challenging times in terms of um, restructuring, changes, transitions, and so on, how we look after ourselves and each other whilst going through those kinds of changes. As I say that, I'm just going to um, uh, do a quick about turn, which is unlike me. Rachel will very much know that, like a lot of people, if you're going to do a walk, a circular walk of some sort, where you walk around, and I could carry on going along the road, back down that road, and basically do a road walk back. But I'm actually going to turn back and go back through the, uh, the more country feeling walk which is basically just through some woods and trees the way i've just come so however long i've just been speaking for let's have a quick check on there to see how long that's been oh suddenly oh no, no it's six minutes but it's that's the time 6 19. hello ziggy i see a little picture on the phone i'm gonna see you soon 26 minutes oh i was going to say then i'll just do the uh, that walk back and that'll be the length of the podcast so maybe not maybe we'll wrap things up so um in the afternoon, oh, that led on to a picnic. So, picnic with some of my um, f- 
fellow folks in psychology and that was great this lovely day so sitting out on the rye so that kind of followed on from the walk and uh, yes another pleasant thing to happen in the afternoon including conversations with others at the university about these kinds of topics and in fact then I'm going to pause at this point in the next episode which my intention is well I will start recording in a few minutes we'll pick up on at least one of those meetings because again it relates to health um, in fact it relates to certain phrases such as um, human performance exercise and well-being so three key terms that very much feature in this next episode so with that in mind thank you for listening to these little bits of ramblings um, if you're still with me great if not then i can say whatever i want so um, i'll at least say bye bye for now